This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1. Spin 1038, the Spin Talk with Lauren. Would love to chat to you on the show today about sunbed use. Is it something that you've ever done? Is it something maybe that you used to do and then stopped doing it? I'd like to hear maybe why you gave it up. Um, and also, I'd, I'd really, really like to hear from someone maybe who has been granted access to a sunbed, even though you might have been under 18 at the time, because this is something the HSE are majorly clamping down on. They're actually sending in undercover volunteer teenagers um, to help, you know, catch rogue operators that are selling sunbed sessions to minors, which is, you know, really, really helpful and great. Um, But... I, you know, there's still a lot of them doing it, not asking for ID. So when you've used a sunbed, have you been asked for ID? I'm on 087-711-1038. You can text or WhatsApp. Would love to hear from you. Kevin O'Hagan is a Cancer Prevention Manager with the Irish Cancer Society and joins me on the line now. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Lauren. How are you? I'm good. Thank you very good. much, Kevin. And um, over the years, I feel like I've learned so much about sunbeds, but myself and Rachel have to keep reminding ourselves that we always have to keep raising awareness about sunbeds and just how dangerous they can be because I feel like doing this show is is the reason why I've never done one because I have learned so much. So we feel it's really important to to discuss this matter. Um, I would just love to ask you a few questions just about the realities of sunbed use, Kevin, because this might be something that people aren't aware of. Just tell me really how dangerous they are to our skin. Well, yeah, well, from the Irish Cancer Society's point of view, we would love to see that, that, that no one would ever use a sunbed because they are classified as, as, as a class one carcinogenic, which, which is directly related to skin cancer. Um, and we do know that, that there's about, um, 10,000 cases of skin cancer in Ireland each year. And, and, um, about 984 of those are melanoma skin cancers, which are very serious. Uh, and in fact, there's close to about 180 deaths from skin cancer year, each year. And we do know that that there that there is a link here between between overexposure of sun and sunbeds, uh, and unfortunately, it's 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 a problem that we want to see come, uh, put an end to because we do know that that if we that nine out of ten cases of skin cancer are directly related to to the UV rays from sun and sunbeds. And, and thankfully, in, in 2014, there was, a, there was new, a new law come into place that banned um, under-18s from, from using sunbeds, which was great because we do know that if, if, you, if you're using a sunbed um, under the age of, 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 of 30, you have, a, you have an increased risk of about 75% of melanoma. So there's a very clear risk there, and, and we, we really do welcome the opportunity to remind people how dangerous sunbeds are because we do know that like, getting a sunbed... Is, is about 15 times stronger. The UV rays from sunbeds are about 15 times stronger than the midday Mediterranean sun. So very powerful, very powerful damage to your skin and long-term damage. Wow. Um, Kevin, yeah. can I ask, is there, there's obviously a link between the high rate of skin cancer cases here in Ireland and our type of skin. Yeah, well, unfortunately, um, in Ireland here, about 75% of the population have very fair skin type. So that means we burn quite easily. We don't tan naturally, you know, so we tend to burn quite easily. And if, you, if you're getting repeated sunburns, particularly as, as a child or a young person, um, your risk, again, of skin cancer increases quite substantially. While, while your skin will repair itself gradually, there are still some damage to the DNA from the sun and sunburn, um, and that, that obviously increases your risk of 
of skin cancer in the long term. So obviously our message from, from now right through the summer is not to get sunburned, do not use sun, sun beds, certainly not, um, and do all you can to protect yourself in the sun, to certainly get out and enjoy it, but you know, use what we would refer to as the sun smart code, you know, proper clothing, a hat, sun cream, sunglasses, and enjoy it, but certainly not to get sunburned because you, you can certainly damage your skin in the long term and certainly increase your risk of skin, skin cancer. What about the argument that some people might make that, well, look, I'm going on a foreign holiday. I don't want to scald myself. So a few sun tanning, sunbed sessions here in Ireland before I go will help me not burn when I'm abroad. No, again, that, that, that would be a bit of a myth in relation to sunbeds. Um, they, they, you know, you're actually doing a lot of damage to your skin. We would often say that there's no such thing as a, as a safe tan, but using a sunbed to, to, um, to increase your tan is, is, is a very dangerous thing to do. And actually, it, it, it's, it, it certainly won't give you a base tan or anything like it. Um, and we would certainly discourage that. Um, it's just not a good, good thing to do at all. From some um, of the discussions we've had in the past, Kevin, um, we've heard from callers on this show who have felt that sunbeds can help aid certain skin conditions like psoriasis, for example. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there, there is some, I mean, there, I mean, there are some treatments available there, but they do need to be, um, I suppose, administered in a clinical setting prescribed okay. by, by a dermatologist or, or a doctor. Um, and that's the context in which those kind of treatments may be delivered to address some of those issues you might. But um, yeah, it's, it's a different type of lamp, different type of, of a device. And again, it has to be uh, administered in, in that kind of clinical setting or prescribed in that way. So, okay. you know, it's, it's, yeah. I wasn't aware of that. That's very interesting. Yeah, um, yeah. Kevin, can we not just ban sunbeds altogether? <sighs> Well, certainly it's, it's something that we would be looking towards in the future. You know, we do know that in Australia and Brazil and other countries, they are beginning to, to look at how, you know, the problems associated with sunbeds and, and looking for bands. Um, you know, that certainly is, is something we would like to move towards. Again, that was an important first step this year where we had the introduction of that band for under-18s and we've increased now the VAT rate on, on using sunbeds. So it's all moving in the right direction. I mean, we would certainly look for a ban in... in, in the very near future it's something we'd be calling for um, and we just want to ensure that people are aware of the dangers of it first of all mm-hmm. we do know there's about, there's about 140,000 people using sunbeds regularly in Ireland um, and, and about 20% of those are young people and, and as I said the, the, the damage can be long term for those people and the risk is quite significant so we would certainly be calling people to not to use sunbeds and certainly we'd be looking at all of the evidence in the very near future and, and be calling for a ban in, in the near future well, I'd love to hear people's thoughts on that today. How would you yeah. feel about a ban on sunbeds? I'm on 087-711-1038. You mentioned yeah. there like the long-term damage, Kevin. Like if you have burnt in the, in the sun or you have been using sunbeds, for how long after that can you be at risk of developing skin cancer? Well, I suppose it's hard to judge, you know, everyone's skin is different and, you know, it depends on the type of burn. I mean, as I said, most people's skin will will recover okay, you know, but there is long-term damage to DNA. But again, as I said earlier, if if you're getting repeated sunburns two or three times a year, um, your risk of skin cancer goes up quite significantly. Um, So, you know, the message is not to get sunburned, not to damage your skin, especially for children and young people. um, The the damage can be be long-term and, you know, very serious in the long term so that's really is the message not to get sunburned 
And finally, Kevin, just before I let you go, if anyone is concerned, like what are some of the symptoms to look out for? Like what would be the what would be an indicator that what you're dealing with is in fact melanoma? Yeah, well, again, you know, sometimes when it relates to melanoma, um, you know, it's about checking your moles and seeing if there are any changes to to the size and the shape of your moles, maybe colour to your moles. Um, that's your moles in particular. And then there are other long-term damage to your skin, like little spots and, and bumps and maybe an itchy itchy patch in your in your skin that kind of hasn't really healed up after a period of time. Um, again, you might need to get that looked at, maybe an, an oozing kind of a, a spot or a little lump or something on perhaps your ears or your back of your neck or um, on your forehead or somewhere like that um, on your arms you know it, it's very difficult it, it, it looks quite different for many different people mm-hmm. uh, and uh, you know it, it sometimes if it's not causing any pain people kind of ignore it or, or you know don't see it as a problem yeah. uh, but it's really important that you would get it checked out even if it's not paining you but if it is if it's a little bit itchy or oozing in particular um, if your mole, certainly if your mole is changing in shape colour uh, size uh, that, that needs to be checked out um, so again talk to your doctor like you know breast cancer in a way there are the symptoms that people are familiar with but then there can be other symptoms as well that people aren't so familiar with so it's just if there's anything you're yeah. iffy about you're a bit unsure about just get it checked out yeah it's very difficult to, to judge without seeing something yeah. but you know I mean maybe some people if they would like to call our cancer nurse line here at the Irish Cancer Society 1-800-200-700 it's a free phone number you talk to one of our nurses here uh, about any of those uh, any concerns they might have but uh, you know it's, it's kind it's not to underestimate, you know, the, 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 your, your skin and, 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 and particularly signs of, of anything that might be unusual for you. Kevin, really appreciate your time today on Spin Talk. Thank you so much. You're most welcome. Thank you very much. Take Thank care. You. That's Kevin O'Hagan there, Cancer Prevention Manager at the Irish Cancer Society. And as you heard there, there's a free phone number you can call at any time to speak to one of the nurses at the Irish Cancer Society. It's 1800 200 700. And I suppose the reason I mentioned breast cancer is because... You know, um, we spoke to Georgie, our colleague here, Georgie Crawford, just a few weeks ago about breast cancer. And she was saying just if there's anything that you're unsure of, just get it checked out. And we know from discussing breast cancer on the show, just there is symptoms. People just think you need to find a lump or, you know, people think skin cancer is a mole that is changing. There are different symptoms. So just to be aware of that, if there's something you're unsure of, get it checked out. You can get involved in the conversation today about sunbeds I would love to hear from you if you have ever used sunbeds get involved in the conversation because I want to talk to people a bit about the appeal maybe you have given up using them maybe you've had a bit of a scare 087-711-1038 and if you know anyone who's used a sunbed when they've been under 18 like how is that happening they're supposed to ask for ID it's illegal to allow a minor to use a sunbed 087-711-1038 is the number. Get involved. You're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. I've been asking on the show today if you've ever used sunbeds. What is the appeal of them? And maybe you're someone who has used sunbeds in the past and you've given it up. Why? I'd love to hear from you. 087-711-1038. Lots of messages coming in already. Um, <clears throat> we are talking in particular on the Facebook page about people who are under 18 because it's illegal to use sunbeds or to sell sessions, <clears throat> excuse me, to people who are under 18. So what the HSE have been doing is they've been sending in under, undercover teenage agents to basically try and buy sessions. And if they're not asked for ID and they're sold them, well, then um, they're snared. So today I would love to hear from you if you've maybe used sunbeds, but you haven't been asked for ID. Oh, get involved. 87 
Craig says, my friend's only 15, uses sunbeds on, in a con- on a constant rate, has never been asked for ID. It's like, they have to be asking for ID. Leon says, I tan, I'd say, every two weeks or so. I'm from a hot country originally. And honestly, I just miss the heat and the UV rays. I know you could get cancer, but sure, you could be hit by a bus in the morning. Leon, what are you doing? And I get, look, I get everyone likes a bit of heat on their bones. But the UV rays on a sunbed are, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't have like a frog in my throat. They're 15 times stronger than the Mediterranean sun at midday. So it's not like going out and lying on a sunbed in the sun on holidays for 10 minutes. It's so, so strong. It's so damaging. Wow. Um, your reaction to Leon, please, going, look, you could get cancer, but you could be hit by a bus in the morning. Paul says, my girlfriend uses sunbeds, I'd say once every two weeks. It started off, she did them just before a holiday a few years ago. Now it's all the time. Conversations and listening to that guy freaks me out. She knows all this, but doesn't seem to care. I don't know what to do. And this is the thing is that, you know, I know people who use sunbeds and it's not for me to judge. And I would never, you know, have a go at anyone over it, but I don't understand it. So if you've ever used one, I would love to speak to you. I promise no judgment. Just want to kind of understand the appeal today. And I had mentioned to Kevin O'Hagan, the Cancer Prevention Manager at the Irish Cancer Society, that argument that some people make of maybe getting a tan before you go on holidays, getting a base tan. He was like, that's a total myth. It doesn't exist. Like, it's not. No, it's so damaging. But I also mentioned to him the argument that people make about maybe trying to improve certain skin conditions, for example, psoriasis. And he said, no, there's certain lamps that maybe a dermatologist would use, but it's a completely different lamp to those on a sunbed. So if you've any, ever heard anyone make that argument, if you have a skin condition, I would love to speak to you. 087-711-1038. Listen to this message. It says, Hi Spin, I would rather stay anonymous, but I currently own a tanning salon. I've been a regular user of sunbeds since a young age myself. There were no rules like today. The HSE have a long list of measurements to abide by with penalties and fines if not met. You cannot sell deals of any kind. Everyone must sign in and log in. The HSE also send underage and secret shoppers in to see if you pass all the regulations. I deal on a regular basis under 18 and trying to do their, oh sorry, with under 18s, trying to do their best to use the beds. I make sure to ask anyone who looks underage for proof of ID and if they don't have it, they don't use them. And listen, I am encouraged by the fact that you sound like quite a responsible tanning salon owner. And I understand that that's your business. But when these sunbeds are so often connected to people being diagnosed with skin cancer, how does that make you feel, I wonder? And Kevin also mentioned that in Australia and Brazil now, they are starting to have discussions about banning sunbed use altogether. I would love to hear your thoughts on that, particularly the salon owner. How would you feel about a ban on sunbeds altogether? Get involved in the conversation. I would love to speak to you. Rachel tells me there is so many messages coming through. I'm going to do my best to get through all of them. But obviously, people are a bit wary of coming on. And I understand that. And like I said, it's there's no judgment from us. It's just to discuss, I suppose, the appeal. As always, we can change people's names. So don't ever be worried about that. I'd love to speak to you. I'm on 087-711-1038. Loads of messages coming through on sunbeds and sunbed use. And I was asking, you know, if you've used, used sunbeds in the past and you've given up, why did you give them up? 087-711-1038, you can text or WhatsApp. Mary's on the line. Hi, Mary. Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you very much. 
Um, Mary, people are kind of reluctant to come on because they think they feel like I'm going to give out to them for using <laughs> sunbeds. But we're just trying to understand, I suppose, the appeal of them today. So you've used them in the past. Yes, I have, yeah. Um, I used them when I was 15 right up till the age of 27. Um, back in the day, like, that's 10 years ago now, so there was no regulations on them. Um, I Sometimes I did two a day. I did one in the morning and one in the evening. Um, but fast forward 10 years now, I am paying for it, definitely. Um, I've had a mole removed off my back. I had skin cancer on my back. I had another mole removed off my leg. And as a result, I suppose... I was just every bump now, every freckle, every mole that's new. You're just living in fear. It's not worth it. It's not worth it one bit. It's completely a vanity thing. For me, it was. I just wanted the tan. I wanted to look better. I felt more confident. You look skinnier, you this, you that. And, yeah. You know, but it's it's not worth it. Definitely um, take it from me. <laughs> do you feel there's more awareness about them now, Mary? Like you said, back in the day, and we also heard from someone who texted in saying they own a salon, like... There, there was no rules when they were out first. Like, they were huge in, like, the 90s and early 2000s. Yeah, everybody was doing them. But I think now they are appealing to a different age. I see, like, the older people, like, my age now wouldn't do them as much, you know. Like, but I see, like, my niece does them. My niece's only 17. She does oh, Wow. Don't listen. And have you spoken to her about <laughs> yeah. what you've been through? Really? Oh, yeah. She just doesn't believe until it actually happens to her. I don't think people actually realise how dangerous they are until it happens to you because no talking to her So did you give up using them before you developed skin cancer? Yeah I gave up 10 years ago after I had my first child Okay and that was yeah. why you gave up was it? No it was my husband he wouldn't stop annoying me over Really? <laughs> yeah And yeah. like was it hard to give them up? Um. Yeah when it came to the time for going away on holidays it was it is a bit of an addiction, yeah. definitely. It was hard. Um, but I got over it like three or four days away in the sun and I kind of got my base coat, as you say. Yeah. Um, but uh, it's just not worth it. I can't stress enough. Like I really can't stress enough oh, how Mary. it's just not worth it at all. Well, glad really to isn't. hear. It sounds like what you've had removed so far has been successful and fingers crossed. Yeah. It's, that's the fingers end of it. Fingers crossed, that's it. Like, maybe, yeah. maybe I'll be lucky enough and that's it, but... You see some of the stuff. I did see a thing on Facebook. There was a woman in England and she was um, documenting her journey of skin cancer to make people aware. And she had pieces taken from her face, severe pieces, like big pieces. Oh, God. Yeah, and, um, I spoke to a guy was, before who had a chunk of his nose removed. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's gosh. horrific. Like, but until it happens to you, you're not going to believe it. Sometimes you'll feel like you're talking and people are just deaf. Like, but uh, if there's anybody out there still doing take it from me, from me it is not worth it because the worry now coming into the summer I'm going to be just like yeah. on high alert Yeah, for everything you know it's, it's not worth it Mary thanks a million for coming on really appreciate the honesty good no, to speak no, to you Thank today you. Um, okay. wow Bye-bye. such see you Mary it's such a scary thing to go through but as Mary said like her niece is 17 now doing sunbeds will not listen to her even though Mary has had skin cancer Get involved. I'm on 087-711-1038. Would love to hear your thoughts. Orla's next on the line. Hi, Orla. Hey, how's it going? Good. Thanks for hanging on there, Orla, because you're one of the people I mentioned. Um, a lot of people make the argument that sunbeds can help with skin conditions. Tell me a bit about you. Yeah, so last year I kept getting throat infections and it seemed to cause um, this special type of psoriasis. 
so it flared up out of nowhere and the solution was the medical sunbeds, which like I was a bit worried about going into I'd never considered them. My mum actually had melanoma as well. So like I would never touch them. Um but the doctors said like with the type of uh sunbeds they provide, they're actually they're okay because well, there's always a bit of a risk, but they're mainly okay because they take concentrated rays and they use different bulbs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're not as risky as the normal sunbeds. So I was going to say, listen, it's going to clear it off. Well, let's give it a go. And I used to do it three times a week for about four months, three or four months, I think. And it did clear completely. And like you could tell that they're different because I never got any kind of color from them, you know. Yeah, this is, I put that point to Kevin O'Hagan, the Cancer Prevention Manager at the Irish Cancer Society earlier. I said, look, every time we talk about sunbeds, people ring in and go, it has cleared my psoriasis, it's helped with my acne or whatever the skin condition might be. And he made the point that, no, it's a dermatologist that you need to go to and they are different lamps. They're not nearly as harmful as sunbeds. Yeah, exactly. And the women that run them, the nurses are brilliant. Like, they do patch tests and everything. So, like, you know the strength that your skin can take because they test about six patches the first time you go in and some of them will be more red than the other, like, only tiny patches. So they're monitoring, so it's, like, it's way more safe. I would never think anyone with psoriasis just rock up to a normal sunbed place, you know, themselves. But I would say people feel, well, look, it's probably cheaper to go to a sunbed place than to go to a dermatologist. Like, if you were going three times a week for four months, I'm sure it was expensive. But, look... Good, um, good treatment sometimes is that bit pricier. It's worth it. Yeah, exactly. And sure, like I'm sure um, cheaper than treating cancer in the long term. You're so right, Orla. Really appreciate that. Thanks for coming on. No worries at all. Talk good to you. speak to you. Bye bye. Uh, just to get through some of your messages. There's a lot of them coming in, and as I said earlier, I appreciate the people might be, um, you know, a bit wary of coming on. We can totally change your name. That's no problem. Leona um, says on WhatsApp, Hi guys, I've been doing sunbeds since I was 15. In September last year, I discovered a mole that was never there. It turned out I had melanoma. Two weeks later, had the mole removed and was told I was blessed that I found it when I did. You never think it'll happen to you and I'll never do a sunbed again. AJ says, um, I'm 23 years old, have used sunbeds regularly since I've been 16. I know the effects and risks they have, but I suffered very bad with acne growing up, tried every treatment you can think of and it never worked on the other hand, sunbeds do wonders. I know it's risky to take them so much, but I feel good walking around now. Um, whereas before, I was so embarrassed and depressed about my skin to a point I wouldn't leave home. AJ, this is exactly what Orla was talking about. Go to a dermatologist, like the treatments they use. I know it might be more expensive, but the lamps are just so much safer. And as Orla said, skin cancer will be more expensive in the long run. So please think about it. You can get involved in the conversation. I would love to hear from you. I would love, we've heard examples today from people saying, oh, you know, my niece or my friend, people who are underage who have used sunbeds. We can change your name. It is not a problem at all. But I just want to hear why it is you're doing them because Mary made the point that they appeal now to much younger people. I'm on 087-711-1038. You can text her WhatsApp. This is Spin Talk. Okay, just a few more of your messages on sunbeds. Lisa says, Hi Spin, regarding your chat on sunbeds, I used to live with a girl who was obsessed with them. She did them at least three days a week and was always super tanned. She even went further into tanning injections. To be honest, I used to feel so pasty standing next to her as she always had a good summer glow and looked great. I started considering doing sunbeds myself until my friends kicked some sense into me. Now I wouldn't go near them. Love the show, listen every day from Paris. Oh, hi Lisa, bonjour. Um, But that is great to hear that you didn't buckle under the pressure because... I totally get it. 
Rachel and I have had this discussion so many times. I think the fact, and I said this to Kevin O'Hagan from the Irish Cancer Society, we have discussed sunbeds so many times over the years that we just feel we have so much information about them now and we've learned so much about them. We've heard all the myths, we hear all the arguments and we know from the Irish Cancer Society that they're not true, that we are like, we we can't, you know, we could just could never, ever do them. As tempting as they might be, and listen, you know, I, I burn like a crisp so I get it I do understand why people feel they need to do them but the thing is they are just so dangerous and as you heard Mary say earlier on they're never worth it now this listener says I frequently get a skin condition across my nose and cheeks when I'm under stress and I use sunbeds when this comes up it instantly clears my skin I don't see the problem in using them occasionally well just to go back again to the point we made earlier about going to a dermatologist and that's what Orla had said is she's been using um, medical lamps in the dermatologist she had to clear up um, a weird type of psoriasis that kind of gave her a throat infection they're medically supervised they're so much safer they're not as strong the UV rays aren't nearly as strong as on a sunbed so that's really what you should be doing but look I get it I made the point that people probably feel it's cheaper just to go to a tanning salon it is 100% so much more dangerous though Kate joins me on the line now hi Kate Hi, how are you? I'm good, thanks. Kate, I believe you used to use sunbeds. Yes, I had that episode in my life that I was using the sunbeds twice a day, in the morning before work and then in the evening after work. And that was uh, three months. <laughs> wow. And did you have a sunbed at home or were you going to a salon? Uh, you know, that on the beginning, that when I was walking three, twice a day, I was going to the salon. And that was the time when I was living in Poland. And then after that, where it was uh, that my aunt, she just started to count how much money I spent for that. And uh, to be honest, she bought the bed for the apart- to the apartment for me uh, because she decided it would be cheaper if I would have a, a sunbed at home. Mm-hmm. But when I had the sunbed at home, I stopped using I don't know why that happened, but, uh, you know, I, it was like I was using less and less, and then I just decided, okay, it's time to sell the sunbed because I'm not using anymore. Um, probably that was uh, because I realized how dangerous it can be, and especially that uh, I realized that I started to be addicted from that. Mm. Do you think it's easy to get addicted? A few people have made that point. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's very easy, especially, you know, that um, you can see that the color of your skin looks different. Uh, Like they said that uh, the condition of the skin looks better. But in the long term, that skin, uh, when it's getting darker and darker, to be honest, looks older. Mm. And it's getting older that even if some girls don't worry about the cancer, they think about the cancer, uh, they should start thinking that the tan person looks older that maybe they will that they will have they should start thinking that the wrinkles will be um more quick on her faces uh, to see that uh, it's not worth it yeah do you how would you feel sorry someone celebrates there you they they actually doing so many plastic surgeries to look better doing the botox injections uh, to have no wrinkles then uh, what for to make your skin looks older by tanning if you can look fresh young without tanning yeah 
How would you feel, Kate, if they introduced just an all-out ban on sunbeds? Do you think that would be a good idea? No. I think that not because, um, you know, some people, they, uh, like in Sweden, what I heard, I, I wasn't in Sweden, I, I don't have any Swedish friends, but they heard that in the countries where it's not a lot of sun, like uh, sometimes we can say even in Ireland, that people need that to, um, to feeling better. Uh, maybe it should be, I don't know, checked much better that a person shouldn't use the sun beds, for example, uh, once a week or every week. Uh, it should be, for example, once a month or something. It should be also, like with the age restriction that uh, it has to be adult person. Yeah. Uh, then also maybe it should be it should be that that uh, someone will check how often the person uses the sunbed because like we know that uh, we can have a cancer from cigarettes but cigarettes are still illegal. Okay. Yeah, I think a lot of people would make that. Yeah, agree with your point, Kate. Okay. Um, it'd be interesting to speak to you. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Emilian. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. You know, Kate makes an interesting point there. She's like, I don't think you should ban them outright because at the end of the day, especially in a country that is so cold and, you know, people are really affected by the weather. She's like, sunbeds can make them feel better. And if you're only doing it once a week or whatever. However, I don't I like, and as Kate said, look, I don't know anyone from Sweden, but I've just heard this, that, you know, in Sweden they have them because it's not a lot of sunlight. I've never met a Swedish person in bad form. So I don't know how true that is. They always just seem so happy. Sweden is like the land where everything is just amazing by the sounds of things. But what do you think of that argument? Like, I, I feel that obviously, yes, we all love that feeling of the heat and the sun on our bones and that smell of a warm country when you step off the airplane. I don't know if you would get that same feeling from lying in a sunbed in a tanning salon. Maybe you disagree. Maybe you do get that good feeling. I just, I, I, I can't see it making me feel that same good feeling as stepping off a flight in a warm country. What do you think? I'm on 087-711-1038. Lots of messages coming through. I would love to hear what you think. We heard from Orla a little earlier on who had used um, the medical sunbeds at a dermatologist for a type of psoriasis she had. And she was making the point that the lamps are not as harmful. Kevin O'Hagan from the Irish Cancer Society made that point a little earlier as well. This listener said, I had psoriasis last year and had to do medical sunbeds three times a week for three to four months. Never got any colour from them because the rays are concentrated and filtered. It's not half as dangerous, but there's still a slight chance of developing cancer. It fully worked for my psoriasis, though. Des has been in touch to say, Hi, Lauren. I think everything in moderation is okay. It's all about education, telling people to go for an appropriate time for their, for their skin type, using tanning sun cream to protect from bands, moisturising your skin with alcohol. Should we ban it because... With alcohol, should we ban it because people binge drink? No, but I suppose, you know, when the facts are there in front of you and if you just go onto the Irish Cancer Society um, website and you see just how dangerous it can be, particularly to stereotypical Irish skin, um, really, you would wonder, like, I understand what you're saying, there's risks with drinking alcohol, there's risks um, around smoking, but I just think for when it comes to sunbeds, really, and I've definitely noticed in the four years I've been presenting Spin Talk, um, we definitely are getting more and more aware and we're hearing from less and less people who do them. Like a lot of the people we spoke to today used to do them. But look, I take your point. Thanks, Mill. Jennifer says, I've always wanted to try it because of such bad acne. I know when I go to Spain, my skin clears up so flawlessly. So living in Ireland, it's not so handy to get that type of sun. I tried everything for my skin and sunbeds have always been niggling at me because I know it will work. 
But yeah, cancer is so not okay. That's why I haven't tried sunbeds. I'll have to stay spotty forever. Wah. <laughs> Love it, Jennifer. Um, this listener says, I've used beds in the past, maybe four over a summer for about five minutes at a time. I tan very easily and it means I wouldn't have to put on any fake tan and those four sessions would last me for the whole summer. I've been nervous using them as I have moles and would use reflective stickers on them. My boyfriend would always give out to me and I've since stopped as no precaution can counteract the risks and damaging effects. Had all my moles checked as a precaution too. Sasha says, nobody should let a person under 18 use them. That's horrible. They should do more inspections for that. And yes, should change a few things around, in my opinion, and encourage people to use EU-regulated sunbeds instead of using power beds where everybody just burns and gets cancer um, with a good chance. They should make law differences between the two types, EU-regulated and non-EU-regulated, as there are lots of differences between them. This regulation is out for a reason. All beds over 0.3 watts announced unsafe and people cannot know the difference between the two, regulated and non, because sunbed owners and staff are not allowed to tell them by law. This is interesting, Sasha. I didn't know any of this. Then how should they know all about these informations and that there is sunbed types which are actually safer for their skin than others? Everywhere else in the EU, in the EU health ministries support these 0.3 watt beds against regular sunbeds. That's very interesting. Um, I wonder now exactly um, what's involved in all that. I would imagine the safer beds are similar to the ones that are used between dermatologists, which would lead me to believe that they're probably more expensive. This listener says, hi, I'm in my mid-40s. Both my parents died of cancer in their 50s. As a result, I proactively get checked regularly, smear, annual bloods, breast check, mole mapping, etc. As early detection can make the difference between life and death. Being self-employed, I needed to get life cover. My insurance company put an exclusion, sorry, in my policy specifically for skin cancer as I had a non-cancerous mole removed. Stating the fact that I go for regular mole mapping means that I believe I'm susceptible. Interesting. Michelle says, I use sunbeds four to eight minutes until I lose the horrible pale-faced Irish look. Parents also need to educate their precious brats about using them before they're 18. How is that? Okay, interesting. Uh, right, very, very um, good to hear from you today. And thank you so much for getting involved in the conversation. You can continue to have your say, as always, on the Spin 1038 Facebook page. This is the Spin Talk Podcast. Catch Spin Talk with Lauren, live on Spin 1038 weekdays from 1.